Hello world, we're big gay nerds. And just in time for Halloween, we've got a spook- Oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, hello everyone. Uh, This is Big Gay Nerds. I'm Owen, your master of ceremonies for the day. Uh, I go by he, him, and I'm the founder slash director of this podcast. Um, I've been running a bunch recently, and I was like, okay, after Pig Smoke, I'm going to take a break from running things, and I'm a fool. I need you to know that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With me today, uh, we have Levi. Hey, I'm uh, Levi. Uh, He, they. I play Mark in Monster Hearts, and I've run D&D in Warhammer. And we have Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie, and I still don't really know what to say for my intro, but I am the podcast's primary source of cat interruptions. <laughs> yep. Oh, she, her, they, them. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have Snapper Carr. Hey, I'm Snapper Carr, back for all my favorite fan base people out mm-hmm. there, you Snapperheads. <laughs> uh, I go I go by he, him, and of course you can find me at Snapper D. Carr on Twitter. Um... Again, as always, you can find me on Facebook, but I'd rather you not. Mm-hmm. That's my one joke. Yep. Um, and yeah, I ran Made for a while, yeah. and I'm glad to be back on the Big Gay Nerds. Glad to have you. And uh, returning yet again, we got Jonix. That's right. It's your new favorite, Jonix. <laughs> no one thinks the that. The new hotness. <laughs> no one thinks that. Anyway, um, I'm Jonix. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at GoJonixGo. And uh, I use uh, either he, him, or they, them. Both are fine. And uh, I've run, I've run what we were, and uh, I've done a bunch of these in a row. Yeah, increasingly regular. Um, mm-hmm. So that's on my uh, that's on my website is increasingly. Regular. <laughs> 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 that's that's the old LinkedIn. Fire fire your publicist. (laughs) References, Fiber One. Um. Okay, so um, we are going to be playing a game that I think, like, has sort of been on the peripheries of our collective awareness for a while. Um, It is Monster of the Week by Michael Sands and Steve Hickey. Um, it is a Powered by the Apocalypse game that is also through uh, Evil Hat Productions, who, uh, they're the people who put out Fate. Um, and, uh, what to say about it? It's a game about, um, it's emulating sort of, like, modern supernatural action television, which sounds really weird and specific, but it's, like, X-Files- Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Supernatural, that sort of thing. Hellboy, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's about playing a bunch of uh, monster hunters who go around and hunt monsters. <laughs> wow. There's not too much to say about it conceptually besides that, because it's pretty straightforward. But, um, yeah. It's, uh... That's, that's what we're checking out. Um, I am interested in it because... It um, has what I would consider a very definite core loop, which if you're not big into um, game design is basically the idea of like 
the assumption of like what the players are going what the goals are for the players like how in D D it's like find dungeon go into dungeon kill the monsters get the treasure go out spend that on better gear find another dungeon you know right um and monster of the week really has things baked in where each sort of instance of like uh hunting a monster has sort of its own um cycle established so um let's see uh is there anything we want to go over before we get into character creation any like questions about the system um i don't think so okay um Oh yes, so this uh, the system is kind of setting agnostic, but it's assumed to be um, like you know modern day, and there's an interesting thing worked into it where um, it like you could have a monster of the week game that was very much about like uh, less like magic supernatural and more like zombie virus and that sort of thing. But one of the details is that, like, by default, everyone can use magic. It's a specific move. Um, and it sort of boils down to, like, the way in horror movies where if there's, like, some kind of, like, if there's some kind of spell or whatever that's needed to defeat the monster, really anyone can do it. They don't need to be, like, a wizard class or whatever, but they need to get, like, the ritual conditions and all that sorted out. Follow the directions, sure. find the four candles. That's... Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, like, uh, it's like Army of Darkness, anyone can say the words, and that's why Ash can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Except, Except he that he can't. Which is why the movie's good. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so I'm leaning into this, and so um, the basic sort of setting parameters I have in mind right here are um, one, um, Jonix mentioned Hellboy earlier, and that's honestly something that I'm going to be sort of pulling from. One of the things I like about the way the Hellboy comics work, very much not the movies, but it's not that the supernatural is really out in the open, um, but when people do encounter the supernatural, I don't... I don't really recall seeing, like, any scenes in Hellboy where someone is like, but that can't be real, you know? Like, people don't go around in their day-to-day lives being like, oh, yes, I'm aware of fairies and magic and stuff. But if they see, like, a troll or something, they're they're like, I'm going to call Hellboy and he's going to sort this out, you know? (laughs) And so that is sort of the... if, If folks like that, I'm that's sort of what I'm leaning into here. There's not so much of, like, a masquerade type thing but at the same time it's not like this is a fantasy world on the surface everyone's just like nope that's none of my business exactly (laughs) um and the other thing i'm sort of figuring out whether or not i'm going to lean into this at first i sort of liked the idea of doing something said in the past and then i was like oh but like actually taking all that stuff into account is like some footwork i'm not so sure about so i kind of like the idea of the exact time for this being a little uncertain and the specific thing i used as a comparison for that is no one can really say where when the movie it follows takes place because it all has kind of an 80s vibe but also one character seems to have some kind of weird kindle in one scene so that's generally they're watching like a tv from the 50s yeah that's it's like a like a suburban flat circle of time yeah and 
I might lean into that, but also at the same time, I realized that it's a little easier to do that when you you're like an auteur and you can just sort of you can just sort of drop things into the background and also the fact that this is an rpg means it like sort of requires a certain degree of consensus between us so i'm not going to lean into that especially but um basically i like we don't need to like worry about when exactly this is taking place is all i'm saying okay if someone like wants to include something they can basically um and so with that out of the way um we get into character creation and um monster of the week has two separate things that i definitely value and that is um definitely take into account making sure that your big diverse party has a reason to be in one place um and the first thing about that is that it uh, specifically lays out you want to have like a concept for your team from the start um and uh basically figure out are you like a couple of like family members or something like that who are traveling around trying to solve mysteries are you like part of some sort of government agency are you a business or something like that um and it like it flat out says you can rule out playbooks if they don't you know fit within that uh concept which i do appreciate i like freedom of flexibility but like directly addressing that there should be some focus to a concept i like sure um i'm down to switch to whatever appeals more but um given what i've already said about the setting and all that i kind of like the idea if you guys were sort of like the monster hunting equivalent of like a small detective agency or something like that you're just like a bunch of like that you're just like a bunch of freelancers who go around like maybe working pro bono sometimes i like Um, that i'm also always into the idea of like paranormal club type setups oh okay so um I don't think my concept necessarily rules out any of the individual playbooks. Um, John, you said you were the one who's sort of like the freshest to this, right? Yes. Uh, you. I've never laid eyes on this game before. Okay, so um, you've got the PDF here. Do you want to just like uh, list off these guys in uh, alphabetical order, I guess? Which is uh, sure. Do you want me to include any of the like? I could. I could also read off the uh, the little blurbs underneath them too. Sure, that sounds good. Alright, uh, <clears throat> so, we have The Chosen. Your birth was prophesied. You're the Chosen One, and with your abilities you can save the world. If you fail, all will be destroyed. It all rests on you, only you. Yep. Uh, th- um, then, uh, The Crooked. Yeah, I've been around the block. A bit of this, a bit of that. When I came across this secret underworld of monsters and magic, well, it wasn't so different from the underworld, I already knew. It was easy to find an angle, just like before. Uh, the Divine. I am the Light, the Sword. I am sent to defend the meek from darkness, and all evil fears me, for I am its end. And uh, to be explicit, this isn't just like a paladin or whatever, you can just straight up be an angel in this situation. I, I also, oh, I really like this one for like a magical girl. That would Oh really god, well. that is Ooh. good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. 
Um, the expert. I have dedicated my life to the study of the unnatural. I know their habits, their weaknesses. I may not be youngest or strongest, but my knowledge will always, uh, my knowledge makes me the biggest threat. Let's see. Um, the flake. Everything's connected, but not everyone can see the patterns, and most people don't even look that hard. But me, I can never stop looking deeper. I can never stop seeing the truth. I spot the patterns. That's how I found the monsters, and that's how I help kill them. The Initiate. Since the dawn of history, we have been the bulwark against darkness. We know the evils of the world, and we stand against them so that the mass of humanity need not fear. We are the flame that cleanses the shadows. Ooh. That's very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the monstrous. I feel the hunger, the lust to destroy. But I fight it. I never give in. I'm not human anymore. Not really. But I have to protect those who still are. That way I can tell myself I'm different to the other monsters. Sometimes I can even believe it. Uh, the mundane, which is actually one I was kind of eyeing here. Uh, you heard about how monsters only pick on people with crazy powers who can fight back on even terms? Yeah, me neither. But hell, I ended up in this monster hunting team, so I gotta do what I can, right? <laughs> and the picture is just, like, a guy with a mustache. He looks like a plumber, but, like, with a sharpened plunger. Yeah, it's great. It's very good. There's good art um, in here. The Professional. It's kind of strange when your regular 9-to-5 job is to hunt down monsters. Still, that's the job I took on when I joined the out this outfit. It pays well, and the benefits are good. Like they say, you don't have to be crazy to work here, but it sure helps. <laughs> and the Spellslinger. Simply, fight fire with fire magic. <laughs> uh, the Spooky. I can do things. Things that normal people can't. But there's a price. I haven't paid it in full yet, but the bill's gonna come so due soon. It's best I don't tell you anymore. You get too close, you'll get hurt. Uh, the wronged. They took my loved ones. Back then, I wasn't strong enough to fight, but I studied, trained, and now I'm ready to cleanse the world of their taint. I'll kill them all. That's all I have left. Now, I did forget to mention, the wronged is sort of the one that I'm not going to, like, ban it, but I will say that um, the thing about the wronged is that they have a lot of bonuses focused on, like, hunting a specific kind of monster. Oh, interesting. And for a one-shot where I want there to be sort of an element of mystery to it, I feel that that's sort of an issue because it either locks me into having your type of monster or it means you're not going to be getting the full benefits. Um, or you'll have to tell the player secretly yeah, um, what the monster is, and that's that's no fun. Yeah. Um, so, like, you can go with that if you like what it provides in other facets. I'm just saying that it might be a little um, under-optimized. You can always try and guess, but... <laughs> Mothman. <laughs> the Jersey Devil. <laughs> That son of a bitch Mothman, I'm gonna get him! I'm gonna kill all the uh, Mothmans! That fucking, <laughs> this is that last fucking Suchinoko drank all my alcohol! <laughs> okay, so with that list, like, listed off, uh, does anyone feel more, uh, feel like they've got a specific focus on one? 
part of me wants to play the monstrous, but I don't think anyone should let me play the monstrous. I would let you play the monstrous. <laughs> now you I'm did really say I'm the initiate. I like that kind of thing. Okay, well, um, let's uh, then let's jump over to the initiate then. What about the monstrous? What's wrong? Oh well, <laughs> the <laughs> monstrous. I really do like the monstrous because it's like you are a like half monster, like either someone who got turned into a monster or like kind of a Hellboy situation. Um, or like a reformed monster. It's just that Snapper has... A real big wolf on campus. Yeah. It's just that Snapper has informed me that if he mm-hmm. plays the monsters, he will play a skeleton. And- <laughs> right, right. I, I actually might have just changed my mind oh. and it's even worse. Because I might want to play a half-sushi noko. <laughs> That's, mm. That might be a little... I, I gotta say, for the tone I'm aiming for, that might not that, quite be it. Fair enough. I'm still trying to figure out what a half skeleton even looks like. <laughs> like that, it's the, the inside you, half is the it's skeleton. It's just on the inside. <laughs> I'm, I'm, see, we came, on on our own, we came up with the skeleton uh, come when you step into moonlight, like in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, <laughs> you become a skeleton. That's not bad. I was thinking about that guy from Batman Beyond. <laughs> Or he was just a glow in the dark where you could see his skeleton. I was thinking it might be it might be like uh, dire boars and stuff from D and D. So you just have like bone spikes sticking Mm, out all over the place. It's nasty. It's terrible. But uh, well, while we let that uh, percolate, let's let's have a look at the initiate. If you're feeling good about that one, Levi. Yeah. So it involves some sort of secret. Order of Monster Hunters. Right. Which so, explains how they wound up in a uh, yeah freelance monster, monster hunting monster organization. Hunters. Exactly. So um, you have you get to select moves like normal, um, but you start off with... Um, this move doesn't actually have a name, I just realized, which makes it a little bit awkward. But uh, when you yeah. are in good standing with your sect, at the beginning of each mystery, you roll with Ooh. Charm, which is one of the five ratings you get. The different ratings are... Charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. Nice. Um, on a 10 plus, they provide some useful info or help in the field. On a 7 to 9, you get a mission associated with the mystery, and if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. On a miss, they ask you to do something bad. If you fail a mission or refuse an order, you'll be in trouble with the sect until you atone. Yeah, that all sounds good. Okay, cool. Uh, before we move on to like moves and all that, we should probably... Um, yeah, let me look at the rest of this here. Yeah, ex- let me let me check if the book has like a specific um, order you're supposed to do this in, because I know some. Yeah, that doesn't need to be especially laid out. But um, before we, I guess before we do that, do you want to like choose what the nature of your sect is? Because that's one of the things here. So the traditions part. Yeah, you basically um, it. it l- l- it basically says you can like fill out the whole concept of like where they're from, how old are they, are they religious, um, all okay, that. Well, I would need a minute on that, so right. maybe we can go um, around to some other folks. But the I can do some of the quick pick stuff here. Yeah, basically you you pick two good traditions and two bad traditions. <laughs> no, wait, uh, <laughs> just one bad tradition. Oh, okay, good. Let's see here. So there. I suppose it's natural, but I like a lot of the good traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> good things are generally good. <laughs> knowledge, lore, fighting arts, uh, secular power. So I'm going to go with uh, fighting arts. And 
I don't know what flexible tactics means. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's... Um... Now, I'm going to go with fighting arts in uh, chapters everywhere. Okay. They pretend, to, they pretend to be McDojos. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you hold you hold sham classes for a bunch of 12-year-olds, and then in the back you like to have your monster hunter uh, Hell crew. Yeah. That's good. I like the that. The safest 12-year-olds <laughs> in the city. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Every once in a while you get a, you get a promising individual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds yeah, good. If you find someone earnest, then, then sometimes there's a really tough soccer mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so eleven year old with fire in her eyes. <laughs> and uh the bad traditions. Boy, these are all pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Um I like dubious motives or obsolete gear. Mm. Either of those could be good if if their motives are dubious, I guess you'd have to outline like what's yeah, that's, sketchy that's about just, them. That's more work. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna go with dubious motives. I'm gonna assume that they secretly have some like dealings with some sort of supernatural monster. Ooh, okay then, cool. That for like to get uh to get stuff. I don't know. Okay, cool. Um, then let's see. For uh, might as well do um. Sorry, I'm not sure what... It's very useful, it turns out, to have the list of, like, the order you're supposed to do things in. But, um... How about let's uh, go for your ratings next. And the thing is, you've got, like, a selection of different arrays here. Um, okay. It appears that the, um... Uh, the Initiate definitely has a focus on weird. All of their uh, rating options have weird plus two. Which means that, uh, you can kind of be, like, the designated magic person if needed. Unless we wind up with another magic person, like Pixie's character. Hmm, okay. So I like how their passive, like, at the beginning of each mystery role is for plus charm. Mm-hmm. And almost none of the arrays have, like, a positive value for charm. Yes. So, I feel like the nature of the order implies positive value for toughness. Okay, so I'll pick that first row there. Okay. Charm minus one, cool plus one, sharp zero, tough plus one, weird plus two. All right, sounds good. Uh, um, relatable. Yeah. There's also, uh, like most um, uh, PBTA things, you can also select stuff for looks. We can sort of breeze over that for now because there's a lot of other mechanical stuff. But you can uh, use that for inspiration for how you want them to look. Let's see. Yes. And uh, then there's moves. Um, you get to pick three whole moves past your starting one. So, given what I picked, I definitely got to go with ancient fighting arts. Yeah. Which the description says, when using an old-fashioned hand weapon. Okay. So bonuses to harm and to protecting people, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um Hand weapon is like anything in melee. There are there's literally only like three range units in this game, and it's hand, close, and far. Um, okay. Actually, and there's also intimate, um, which is my favorite. <laughs> PBTA. Like grappling. Yeah, exactly. Well, like you've got to like already like just be completely up in their business. I like th- I like the idea that they go with like a club or hammer or something, since it's better for like bashing apart skeletons and zombies and stuff like just way back in the day and since then it's been like a stylistic thing that sounds good yeah like that like a scepter all right yeah you do have uh 
some options along those lines in the gear section when we get to that. So Okay. I also like the divination move here, fortunes. Mm-hmm. So that would let me that would give me holds to give me some like bonuses down the line, looks like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's ba- it allows for like sort of clandestine stuff in a way. Like you can spend it to have a useful object, be somewhere you are needed just in time, um, get like another just plus one forward, or like retroactively warn someone about an attack. So oh, that's okay. all that, good. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. Okay. And then I think the third one I'm going to pick here, um, just as a general good thing I like is helping hand. When you successfully help out another hunter, they get plus two instead of the usual plus one. Excellent. Um, now you get to pick your gear. Um, you automatically have um, old-fashioned armor, which is a one. Ar- it gives you one armor, but it's also heavy. And uh, because you selected fighting arts, uh, you pick uh, three old-fashioned weapons and oh, wow. um, one uh, modern weapon. Okay. And so, as you can see here, there's a selection of different options. Oh, no, I I don't think I get the one modern weapon. If your sect has fighting arts or obsolete gear, then pick three old-fashioned weapons. If the sect has modernized or nifty gadgets, pick two modern weapons. Otherwise, pick two old-fashioned weapons and one modern weapon. The otherwise makes implies that fighting arts just is three old-fashioned weapons. You're right, it shuffles them around. Okay, then. Sorry about that. Um... Yeah, so as you can see here, you've got all these. They have a number of tags on them. Uh, yeah, they all okay. all basically have... Uh, it's basically like what it says. Um, the tags don't necessarily have a like a real concrete... Like, this is what it does. It just like informs how it works, which then informs the narrative. And so like if I want to pull a whammy on you when you are using a... like heavy weapon i can say like oh like you're going back for a swing but you're moving a little slowly so the monster like gets away or something like that you know oh all right sure might switch gears on the club thing yeah i'll go for the uh silver knife yeah the the mace and and i think big axe i think that's good (laughs) That's nice. a good trio. <laughs> I'm just going to list off that... all the tags for Big Axe, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, please. Three harm, hand, messy, slow, heavy. Yeah. Just stuff. Just so many descriptors. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Velico got like one got a weapon for just like each like level of harm, basically. Yeah. That's all good. And yeah, that pretty much covers um, your whole situation. Um, oh, something to uh, note real quickly: on top of your, you have your normal ratings, which you know you used to make rolls, and you have your harm track. Everyone has uh, has uh, eight harm basically. Um, wait, no, sorry, everyone has uh, seven harm. And um, once you mark uh, four or more, you are uh, unstable, which means that your like wounds are going to get worse unless treated. So you're a little bit fragile in that respect. Um, but also, you all have luck. And you all have seven points of luck to spend, and you can use it to change your roll to a, t- to a 12 or avoid all harm that you take. Um, 
The downside of that is that uh, when you spend a point of luck, usually something related to your playbook happens to complicate things. Um, and also, there is no way um, besides spending experience to regain it. So if you oh. spend all seven points of your luck, you are... Out of luck. Yeah, you are literally out of luck. <laughs> um, you can no longer pull that trick to help yourself, and narratively, I am obligated to, like, throw more bullshit at you. So, since this is a... Do we start with seven luck? Um, yes. Uh, since this is... For one-shots, it does actually advise starting with less luck, so the players don't just, like, burn it all. But I kind of like the idea... I, I like the idea of leaving this open for us to return to this if we want to. So I'm basically, um, I'm going to be giving you guys, uh, kind of a, uh, a trust, what's the, what's the word? An honor system situation here that you're not just <laughs> going to. So you don't want 28 rolls in a row that are all just luck. <laughs> I mean, you can do that, but it means your characters are just going to like get your shit stomped in if we immediately, if we ever return to them. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so that is uh, Levi's character. And uh, there aren't actually any lists for names, so you can just spend a little time figuring yeah, out what I'll, you want I'll to do. Yeah, I'll go over, like, the look and some of this other stuff here. It'll be... Okay. So, uh, who wants to go next? Mm. I... I'm kind of floating bet between two, so okay. if anyone has a more uh, uh, solid concept, go for it. Yeah, I've kind of decided not to do Flake or Monstrous, so I'm between... Spellslinger, spooky, and also expert, because looking at expert, it's also, it can be pretty arcane focused, but it's yeah. like more research, and then Spellslinger is just all battle. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not really sure about that, though. <laughs> so, which two are you looking at, then, Jonix? Um, I was actually looking between expert and flake. Oh, okay. Man, okay, there's I can, like, take expert out of my roster. If, I mean, it's it's all good if that's what you land on. Like, I I'm really fine. I had a third option, but that's more of a comedy option, which uh, was I essentially just play the mundane and play uh, Fred Jones from Scooby Doo, just like <laughs> just a G whiz go get him, like regular dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know yet though. So okay. Man, there's so many good. Yeah, ones. I'm, yeah. So, I'm sorry. I sh if I know, you'd be like this. I, I, I real quick, like, I looked at the spooky and then a name popped into my head and I was like, oh, that's a good, like, Grant Morrison character name. <laughs> oh. The thing with yeah, the a... spooky is that it makes me think of Hotaru or Sailor Saturn from Sailor Moon. Oh. Which I really love and it's really good. <laughs> that's, that's definitely interesting. I feel like what it j immediately jumps to my mind is, like, Eleven from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um... But Saturn's kind of this like okay the thing the Saturn's backstory is that her dad is like a scientist who messed with things that he shouldn't have and like in order to save her from dying he like makes a pact with like this evil extra dimensional god basically that she will be the vessel for his return or like it, it's kind of complicated but like she <laughs> so yeah Sailor Moon is a lot <laughs> it, it, when S hits, it That's really a hardcore origin yeah, story. Yeah. yeah, and so like she gets like headaches and she like faints. She can like she has like healing magic too, and like, there's all kinds of stuff. But it's it's really very in line with this. Uh, 
okay. I kind of like the idea of like taking a sort of like a a very like horror genre aligned concept of like sort of the unstable like psychic person and using that for uh like magical girl stuff if you wanted to be a character who was still trying to be like kind of positive in that yeah, way about it. It, it yeah it's fun and then like the other concept i have is kind of like this might be more um expert than uh spell slinger but like a very very like serious witch who's mm. like all business hmm I think I think everyone's a little tempted by expert because also they get a house. <laughs> yeah, they get a house. that's true. And and houses are cool. True. In, in tabletop games. True, though. Um, I will say you probably will be like, I- I'm going to say you're probably going to be like, um, sort of outside of your base in this mystery. However. If you want to, if you're an expert, I would totally like allow you to just say, "Yeah, my shit's in the van." <laughs> yeah, that like I mean, the base is cool, but it's not the main part of why I would go with that one. So right, right. You know what? I'll I'll do it. I'll make a decision. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be the crooked. Okay, cool. Uh, so let's yeah. just scoot over to that right up, and the crooked as the little thing blurb implied is that you are a uh, quote-unquote formal uh, career criminal who has wound it up in this. And um, sort of the first thing to pick there is um, uh, your first move, which would determine your background. So uh, what kind of uh, criminal uh, were you? I was an assassin. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, um, and that one is very straightforward. When you take your first shot at an unsuspecting target, two plus two harm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> very simple. Very, very normal. Just straight up gonna gonna merc people. Okay, then. With my assassin powers. <laughs> Alright. Um, now, uh, let's go to the Underworld uh, selection. Uh, how did you discover the uh, real Underworld? That is to say, the weird magic one. <laughs> I'm going to say that I ended up trying to assassinate someone. Uh, turns out they were a vampire, oh. and the bullet just <laughs> it, it didn't work. <laughs> but, just like some some rich guy in a mansion wasn't paying his protection fees to the mob. Um, oh, you hate to see it—a yeah. broke vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine you uh, probably weren't. <laughs> you probably had a bit of a shock when the guy just like got. I like the mental image of like. Gets shot, slumped over, like jolts back up, and like looks at you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you know, a hundred meters away. <laughs> they just look at me. Yeah, they look at me down my scope. Ooh. Yeah, that's some uh, scary business. Um, and uh, you also get to pick heat. Uh, pick at least two uh, people who from your uh, previous life. 
who uh, could give you trouble in the future. I'm going to say there's a police detective after me. Okay. And um, really wants to put me away. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to say uh, that um, my failing to assassinate a vampire has made a very, very well-connected criminal uh, angry and wants to destroy me. Okay, nice. You were, su- <laughs> you were supposed to do that whole edited Moon Knight panel <laughs> where you shook him down. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone who didn't get that reference, but I'm not sure if explaining it would be worth it. Because it doesn't make any more sense when I do. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, uh... So, let's see, the police detective's name is Roger Nathans. Okay. And I'm gonna say I pissed off Anthony Gray of the Gray crime family. Nice. Um, and so you, on, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see, can also, uh, pick your ratings. Um, the Crooked actually has a more diverse spread of things there's no like one stat that's always a plus two unlike the initiates focus on weird so um what are you thinking i think i'm gonna do the top one so charm at plus one cool at plus one sharp at plus two tough at zero and weird at minus one nice so if anyone's able to like get into like actual fighting range with you you're not that great yeah, and I'm not good at dealing with weird things. Yeah. Um, and you get to pick two moves. So what are you thinking for that? Um, well, anyone who knows me uh, knows there's one thing I really like in particular. Um, and that's cars. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take driver's one. Okay, nice. Uh, that means you uh, own two handy, widely available vehicles, like a sports car and a van. Nice. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, you get a plus one ongoing while driving. You can hotwire anything, which is nice. which is pretty nice. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, man. Gee, this one's hard. I just noticed one of them is just straight up deal with the devil. Like, you have a single move that turns you into, like... That's something that's normally an entire playbook concept. <laughs> yeah. I'm very tempted by crew. I I was briefly very tempted by deal with the devil. Um, I don't think crew would fit the concept we have. Um, I'm going to say, because I'm an assassin, I'm pretty notorious. Okay, cool. Uh, when you reveal who you are, your terrifying reputation counts as a reason for people to do what you ask for the manipulate someone move revealing your identity can create other problems later of course so that makes sense oh you get a lot of weapons too yeah oh yeah let's let's double back to the gear so um pick uh pick three different weapons and they're pretty most of them in this case are ranged yeah so i assume you're going to want the hunting rifle yeah i'll take the hunting rifle um I'll take a submachine gun, um, and uh, I'll take a nine uh, millimeter. Okay. All right. So we've got a uh, 
Kung Fu Mystic and uh, John Wick over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> already got a pretty cool looking team. Um, uh, out of okay, so Pixie or John X, either of you got something pinned down now, or do you want to like put something to a vote if you're still struggling between two? Hmm. Oh, and my character's name, by the way, is Basil St. George. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Real Guy Ritchie vibes. <laughs> um, so what I so now uh, now that I've heard these other two, um, the more I look at Flake, the more I realize how not that it's not spicy in and of itself, but it is less spicy. Mm-hmm. So, I think I'm actually going to go professional. Okay. Nice. Um. Yeah, I think that's going to be the thing, because uh, I like the idea of starting with an agency. Yeah. Especially when we have an initiate and an assassin. Yeah. In our in our thing, they're, like, completely unrelated. Like <laughs> this is, there's, like, even more secret conspiracy shit. Not that a flake wouldn't also know that. Right. But in this case, it's, you know, it's because I'm bringing it to the table instead of just saying it. Okay, so um, let's see. Decide who it is you work for. Are they a black budget government department, a secret military unit, a clandestine police team, a private individual's crusade, or a corporation, a scientific team, or what? Um, I think it's a... I think for for what we have here, um, the idea that there's just another, another weirdo out there funding a giant operation... Mm-hmm. To hunt monsters is cool to me, so I think I'm just going to go with the individual. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> oh, man, that definitely gives me more excuse to, like, if, if you, like, call him up to, like, have a character going, so that should be fun. Um, hey, I got a question real quick. Sure. Has anybody on this uh, show been named Zeke yet? Like, Not short the... for Ezekiel? <sighs> Any characters named Zeke, or is that... Not that I can remember. I or feel is like Zeke the Monster Hunter going to have to come out here and bust some heads? I <laughs> I was thinking that I was thinking of one, and then I remembered it's someone in a game in one of Snapper's games. Uh-huh. But not on yeah. this show. Yeah, yeah. No, not on this show. show. All right, dope. Okay, cool. That's Ezekiel's, excellent. Ezekiel's got a big axe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So. Damn, Ezekiel's gonna act like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, what two resources do you have? <laughs> um, I think, let's see. So, the of the list, it's well-armed, well-financed, rigorous training, official poll, cover identities, offices all over the place, good intel, recognized authority, weird tech gadgets, and support teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the two, I'll probably go with, let's see, since it's like a reg, it's just like one weirdo. Uh Uh-huh. It's a personal crusade. Yeah. Uh, I think it makes sense to have, like, weird tech gadgets, like, like, oh, he, like, funded, you know, they funded a, uh, you know, funded, you know, other monster research that, like, most, most, you know, authorities would have just overlooked for being too whack job. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and well-financed. Okay, cool. Nice. And, uh, what form of red tape are you dealing with? 
um, secretive hierarchy and cryptic missions. Oh, okay. Nice. So, hmm, so maybe you don't know who this individual funding everything is. Even if I don't know him, I have an idea. Okay. But that's it, right? Like... Yeah, it's. I mean, even in, even in like like Hellboy as one of our in- inspirations, like everyone knows Professor Broom, but like you don't actually know if Professor Broom's in charge. They just told you that, right? Yeah, because he's just an old man. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Cryptic missions. Oh man, that's a that's a whole deal. And let's it was between that or live capture, and I figured that would be harder with the with the kill boys that we've already <laughs> established. Yeah. Okay, then. So, what ratings are you thinking of going for? Oh, uh, the professional does have a focus, and it's on cool, which makes sense because it's like it's just your job. You're going in there. You're not gonna be like. You, there's a certain degree of like detachment I see when it's just your job. Right. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the, uh, the, I guess it's the bottom one. So, Charm 0, Cool 2, Sharp 2, Tough minus 1, Weird minus 1. Okay. So, I am like, a, I am a glass cannon who cannot deal with magic crap. <laughs> nice. Alright then. Um, for uh, moves... Uh, you get one, which is when you deal with the agency, requesting help or gear, or making excuses for failure, roll with sharp. On 10+, plus, you're good. Your request for gear personnel is okayed, or your slip-up goes unnoticed. On a 7-9, things aren't so great. You might get chewed out by your superiors, and there'll be fallout, but you get what you need for the job. On a miss, you screwed up. You might be suspended or under investigation, or just in the doghouse. You certainly aren't going to get any help until you sort it all out. And then you get to pick three more, so... How are you thinking? Let's see. Uh, battlefield awareness, uh, mobility, so that we can have two. We can have a dri- uh, a car for the driver. Okay. Um, Wait, like the driver already gets a car, you know? Oh, the driver gets a car. Yeah. Right, never mind then. <laughs> mobility. Fuck it, it's gone. Even though it's it's a nice thing. It is but nice. Still. Uh, and battlefield awareness gives you um, an extra point of armor just to reflect, just to reflect like your general like yeah. defensive abilities. Um, also, take bottle it up. Okay, uh, read that one because I like it. If you want, you can take up to plus three bonus when you act under pressure. For each plus one you use, the keeper holds one. That hold can be spent later, one for one, to give you minus one on any move except act under pressure. I like it. That's really good. Um, so yeah, uh, so I'll take bottle it up, uh, 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 battlefield awareness, and I'm thinking about the other one here. Uh, medic might be useful. Yeah, I guess medic will do it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, you have a first aid kit, and when you do first aid, you roll with cool. On a 10+, plus, the patient is stabilized and healed of two harm. On a 7-9, choose one. Heal two harm or stabilize the injury. On a miss, you cause an extra one harm. <laughs> okay, then. That's all good. And then, uh, let's see. For gear, um, you can uh, you either start with a flak vest, one armor hidden, or combat armor, two armor heavy. Um, I'm not sure which one is more your speed. 
Um, I think Flak Vest makes more sense for, for this person. Yeah. And you get one serious weapon and two normal weapons. Wow, those are serious weapons. Yeah. Um, I will do a grenade launcher <laughs> for my serious weapon. <laughs> wow. And for my normal weapons, why not? I'll do a, uh, a big knife, and I'll do a shotgun. Nice. Okay. So I'm kitted up. Yeah, jeez. Your mysterious benefactor was like, we need this person to just be able to blow shit up. <laughs> exactly. All right. I make a mess, except for when I use a knife, and then it's fine. <laughs> All right, um, and then I guess, uh, Pixie, how are you feeling about your options? It seems like everyone else definitely has some, like, serious offensive abilities, so if you wanted to focus on a more support sort of thing, mm -hmm. that would make I, sense. I'm down to two concepts, so let me just, like, throw them out there. The first would be an expert who's, um, like I said, very, like, very serious and all business and probably like annoyed that they're in this group of like ex-assassins and <laughs> <laughs> ex-assassins excuse me <laughs> <you. laughs> like but they like they they like to set things up so that would help i think with like the the research element and then the other concept Oh, and, like, they probably, like, came by this through family, like an aunt or something, mm. trained them and, like, passed down their stuff. But, um, and then the other concept is a spooky who is, like, a, a college dropout who doesn't remember, so, like, she's not, like, a complete amnesiac, but she doesn't remember, a she's got a lot of blanks, like... Mm as far as her past goes and she's like she can't get into contact with like any of her family or anything like that and she doesn't know she doesn't know where her powers are coming from okay um i like the expert for like i said the more sort of like utility focus mm -hmm. but i'm also fond of the spooky as a like the one person who like did not choose to be an adventure person at all. Yeah, and I think probably, like, the way that she would wind up with the rest of you is that, like, she had been desperately looking for, like, any information on any of this, and she just kind of, like, bumped into you. All right. And couldn't get her sure. to go away. <laughs> all right. Um, anyone here want to, like, like, cast a vote for either of those? That's hard because like the expert will will give us like someone who actually is like on the stuff, mm -hmm. and then the spooky will just be like a pack of gremlins walking around killing monsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both really good. That's why I can't decide. <laughs> I I think I like the spooky more for this group, just because if it's the expert, then. Well, I guess with the expert, it'll be it's kind of like a uh, a Whistler in Blade, but if Whistler had three blades <laughs> hanging out with them, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they are both fun. But yeah, I think the, the spooky sounds good. Okay, uh, very chaotic let's... setup here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so let's see. The spooky. Um, 
Well, the first, the first like big flavor pick is uh, your dark side. Your powers have an unsavory source, and sometimes you get tempted to do things you shouldn't. Uh, these could be orders from whatever granted your power or urges that bubble up from your subconscious, something like that. Whatever it is, it's upsetting. Um, and pick three tags for your dark side. Yeah, I was looking at those. I think I definitely want um, pain and poor impulse control. Okay. Um, I don't really know. Like, there are some of these, like the pain and the um, uh, soulless. I don't really know how those would figure into, like, doing something. True. But if you can if you can come up with something for it, then, it, you know, it's I, fine. I think it's a, it's a valid choice, yeah. Okay. And so, um, like, for reference, I can, like, ask you to do nasty things in accordance with the tags when the powers need you to. Mm-hmm. If you do whatever is asked, mark experience. Um, if you don't do it, then your powers are unavailable until the end of the mystery. So the way I'm thinking of it is that I'm not necessarily just going to, like, spring these on you randomly. Mm-hmm. But, like, in a situation where you need to use your powers, I might call that in. Okay. So yeah, definitely pain and poor impulse control. The third one, I mean, there's a lot of options here. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, one is secrets. Yeah, I do. I do like that one. Although, like again, I'm I'm having trouble like imagining how it's like actionable. But if it's something that you think would work, then I can go with that one. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, in my mind, if w- if we tie that into your amnesia concept, yeah, um, maybe you're acting. Uh, maybe it would make your impulses a little more mysterious, or acting on some kind of external information that you're not aware of. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so I'll go with secrets, pain, and poor impulse control. Okay, nice. Um, then let's see. Uh, aside from that, there aren't a lot of like big picks uh beside moves so pick three spooky moves and they're all pretty big yeah um hmm, i definitely want the big whammy because i really like that when you use your powers to kick some ass roll plus weird instead of plus tough the attack has two harmed close obvious ignore armor on a miss you'll get magical backlash yes i love the magical backlash um the other one, see, I'm just coming, like, from playing Corvina, who was mm-hmm. also, like, had, you know, a psychic. But she's, like, like, she's the kind of one who normally, other than, like, the omens following her around, like, she sits down and specifically attempts to look into the future on specific topics. Mm-hmm. Whereas this character, if I go with anything like that, it'll kind of be like a gut punch when True. she's not expecting it. Yeah, that would uh, potentially overlap a little with Ezekiel's deal, but I don't think there's a real like conflict there if we've got two people with weird visions in a monster hunting team. Yeah, that's that's true too. Hmm. Also, uh, it's, since I have to, <clears throat> like, I have to like intentionally like uh, roll to like divine. So he's like reading cards or like an oracle or something. Yeah, like that's that's what I was saying. Like the difference oh, between yeah. Corvina and like this. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, but I, I also like Hex. I like Jinx. So, okay, so Jinx is you can encourage coincidences to occur the way you want. When you Jinx a target, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold two. And on a 7 to 9, hold one. On a miss, the keeper holds two over you to be used in the same way. 
And then you can do several different things with this. Like you can either interfere with a hunter, you can help them, you can interfere with like, you know, NPCs, um, you can inflict a harm. You know, there's a bunch of interesting options there. Yeah. And then for I, I, hat. <laughs> Go I was going to say, I, I, I think, I feel like Jinx sort of fits the theme of the, like the big whammy too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, so definitely big whammy and Jinx. And then I just need a third one. And maybe rather than premonitions, maybe like I like hunches because when something bad is happening or just about to happen somewhere that you aren't, roll plus sharp. On a ten plus, you knew where you needed to go just in time to get there. On a seven and nine, you get there late in time to intervene, but not to prevent it altogether. And on a miss, you get there just in time to also get in trouble. <laughs> that sounds good. That is good. I, I'm. I think I'm between. Um, I think I'm gonna go with hunches. Okay. That seems to fit with the character, I think. Yeah. Especially if you just kind of stumbled into the party and all that. Yeah. I also forgot to ask you for your ratings earlier. Oh, um, yeah, ratings. Uh... Which also have a big focus on weird, which makes sense. Mm hmm. I think I'm going to go with the first one, um, which is charm plus one, clue zero, sharp plus one, tough minus one, and weird plus two. Okay, cool. I think Ezekiel is very firmly, like, the only real tough guy in the group, oh, which cool. is going to be a fun dynamic. I've been thinking about that since everyone's been doing that. <clears throat> I think, like, the the whole, like, axe and mace and dagger thing, I think this is more like a, I don't know the specifics, but uh, I had to pick clothes, and I decided to go with, like, strong body and formal clothes and Ooh. i got to, i got to thinking about butler from artemis fowl oh shit oh man <laughs> good and i was like yeah that that sounds like zeke yeah and you've he's got gonna like... show up and he's gonna bust some heads and he's gonna <laughs> be in a suit the whole time yeah and you've got like old-fashioned armor available so you can like throw on some chain mail over that if you wanted exactly or under it yeah <laughs> Oh man, that is nice. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you know getting... it's a bad situation if he comes out with the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. I'm getting this mental image about how you guys operate. You're def. You're all like sort of. You're. You have a lot of like very strong disparate origins, and so I like the idea of just a bunch of folks who were like mutually looking for help in this whole monster hunting situation and found each other. <laughs> and I don't know if you see, and I don't know if, do you see yourselves as being like sort of a, like, look us up in the phone book, we'll sort out like the payment issue later sort of thing? Or if you're more kind of like under your own prerogatives, like scanning the headlines for news and like showing up wherever you think there's trouble? My you character think... definitely would be the latter, but she will work with the former if that's how everybody else is, because it will help her get what she wants, so. Yeah. I know um, my character seems like they'd be pretty, probably pretty secretive. Mm -hmm. Just so that, uh, you know, the, the, big, the big guy's name doesn't get out. <laughs> right, that makes sense. So probably the, the latter on that as well. Okay. Alright. But like, but also... If things went south, could easily turn into the former. Gotcha. Like, like, well, I got fired, but mm. I got trained, so that means <laughs> it's time to start a, start my own business. 
I think I think the latter makes sense for most of us. I am very tempted to have our name in the phone book and be like a Ghostbusters, but <laughs> considering we have like a mystical initiate, a weirdo, like haunted person, an assassin, <laughs> and like the hiree for like the Rothschilds or whatever. Well, like, <laughs> like your name can be in the phone book. They don't have to know that you work <laughs> with all of these people. Yeah, we all have, like, secret business to take care of. You can take all the... Unlike an assassin, which you can find in the phone book. (laughs) Well, if you just walk up to your average street urchin and hand them, like, a silver dollar, they'll be like, right this way, Mr. Wick, and they'll pull out this big leather-bound tone. (laughs) Yeah, we just, we just, our our call center is just filled with, like, tattooed (laughs) whips. With piercings. I love love how Zeke and the assassin are both... uh, trying to play up like badass but they're coming at it from like completely different like origins yeah. they just both show up in like a suit armed to the teeth in the same place <laughs> um actually i have i have bad news which is i was very tempted to get a tailored suit i went with tracksuit instead <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> I, i'm dressed head to toe in adidas gear oh Fuck no yes. never mind i guess i guess our characters aren't friends anymore <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to figure out why that vampire was able to spot you. <laughs> I was wearing black Adidas that day. <laughs> oh yeah, but the white stripes. A powder blue, head to toe suit. <laughs> okay, so... With reflective tape on it. Speaking of friends and mutual bonds, there's uh, one more step to all of this, which is history. Um, so now that we've made all of our characters... Um, each person, uh, in turn gets to go around and pick one sort of shared element of history for each of the other hunters. Um, right. which will, which will probably help explain how you all found each other in the first place. So just going, uh, by alphabetical order of the playbooks, let's start with the crooked. Um, I'm actually curious, Pixie, how old were you imagining your character? Um, college dropout. So probably... Either early to mid twenties. Hmm. Hmm. Um. And you don't ha- really have a home or anything, right? No, not really. Okay. Uh. Cool. Uh. Basil adopted you. <laughs> nice. Your last name is Saint Cloud now, <laughs> oh or not Saint Cloud, Saint George now. <laughs> that, that, Officially. That works. on the books. Yeah, that works because like she remembers having parents. But she can't, like, she doesn't know where they are, or she can't get a hold of them in any way, so that works. Yeah, to make it less weird that you're hanging out with, like, a bunch of weirdos just adopted you, get that out of the way. That works. It's okay, I know a guy (laughs) who forges adoption papers, it's fine. (laughs) Levi, have you come up with a name for your character yet? Zeke. Oh, that's right, Zeke, Ezekiel. <laughs> Duh, obviously, I'm sorry. Ezekiel Thompson, no, that's good. Um, I think he's in the, like, like the Brotherhood of St. Patrick, because they drive oh, out shit. the serpents. Oh, shit. And if anyone shit. asks why you have that on, like, sticker on your bumper, you say it's just like a drinking club you're in from college. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> it is. Um, so, uh, Ezekiel... Uh, around when we, like, just before we really met up, um, right around when I was starting to sniff around in this whole monsters are real business, mm-hmm. um, 
I kind of screwed up, and a hunter got the drop on me, and you saved me, so now I owe you one. Oh? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, and Pixie, what's the name of your character? Hmm. I'm between Aurora, Rose, and Vera. Ooh, all good. Actually, I think I'm going to go with Claire instead of Rose, because I really Ooh. like that. Okay. Yeah. Claire St. George? Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I gave you a weird last name, but it, I, I like all the family ones that come in on this. It's a fun concept. On this thing I where like it's it. like, oh yeah, your family. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, and uh, Jonix, have you come up with a character name? I have. Uh, my character's name is Codename Asterion. Oh shit. <laughs> Man, I could I could make you hate me a lot right now. <laughs> I know you could. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that uh, you know about my criminal past. Ooh, okay. you were you were also checking out the vampire. Like you weren't going to kill him or anything. You were just scouting them out and seeing what they were up to. Mm-hmm. And then you spotted a man in a weird tracksuit <laughs> with a rifle, and you saw me shoot him. Okay. So you know about my criminal past. You know that I'm an assassin. I knew it. Okay, and uh, so next up on this list is the initiate. So let's have a look at your history uh, options and start handing them out. So is Claire someone who would research mystical weirdness? I I think so. so. Yeah, that makes sense because she's trying to figure out what's happening to her. Okay, so then uh, for Claire, uh, Zeke met her researching mystical weirdness, and they've been occult comrades ever since. Ah, uh, that's good. Let's see. Does anybody want to be described in the prophecies? Any, any, <laughs> <laughs> any bites? <laughs> just walk it. Just speak up in your sewing circle. Hey, does anyone want to be described in the prophecies? Open RP. I, I feel a prophecy coming out. Uh, but nobody? Okay. Uh, I mean, hey, it's. Like, feeling froggy jump, man. Yeah. Fellow, like, fellow Ancient Weapons Martial Arts Club members is uh, tied to. Oh, yes. If the assassin wants to be in like a sword club and you meet up in sword club every once in a while, that's how we that's how we know each other. Yeah, sure. We're in the we're in the historical European martial arts association. <laughs> oh, I do also Fencing, like how... uh, <laughs> yeah, or like the medieval MMA guys. I'll just say fences with Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that leaves... I guess that means that Terry's going to be described in the prophecies, but the role they will play isn't stated. (laughs) So I don't have to worry about it. Nice. Um, I'm curious about the description. Do you think the prophecies, like, talked in, like, things about, oh, like, someone serving, like, a secret patron, or was it, like, a more, like, literal description, or if it was even just, like, the name Asterion? It probably, was the name the name, it probably was the name Asterion. <laughs> oh, nice. So, like, it just read the name Asterion so this, and was like, that's, that's so probably when, a metaphor so, for something. So when this guy started popping up on Google, it's like, shit, we've got to have somebody on it. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, let's see. Net, then there is the uh, professional. So let's start handing right. out history. Okay. Um, let's see. For Pixie. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Codename Mysterion got sent to deal with you oh, as man. a hazard to the agency's policies one time. Oh, man. And, uh, and I think that was resolved, it, weirdly enough, because you were adoptive. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, well, we can't have some scary psychic child running around. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be bad. Oh, that gives me a, oh, a really oh, good idea for yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, so that actually leads me to my next one, though, which is for Snapper. Mm-hmm. Um... You're on the agency's watch list, and you've been, and I've been keeping an eye on you. And I saw you adopted a psychic child. <laughs> That's fair. Psychic young adults. Well, it's fair. I'm like, I, I imagine he's like late thirties, early forties. So, um, let's see for Levi. Hmm. So let's see. Oh god. There's so of the ones that are left, this is the one I had not thought about and I was like I was like really really worried because there's like there's some that it's like, oh that would be really complicated and some that would be really fun and complicated. Oh. <laughs> so I so how about this? We're related. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm your cousin. <laughs> Good old cousin Asterion. <laughs> That's my code name. <laughs> That's why you know me as either Aster or Terry. You can pick which one is my real name. <laughs> well, I'm your cousin. It's definitely Aster then. Yeah, okay. What a power move. I'm your cousin. You can't do anything about it. The no. I, the, the, one of the great things about this this game specifically is that I'm pretty sure each one has like, oh yeah, you two are related in some way. Yeah. So you can just have like a bunch of cousins getting together and be like, I guess we're hunting monsters now. Like I've seen you, I've seen you twice <laughs> in my life. Like we met two two things. I didn't remember your name, but we're living in the same city. We're involved with like magic stuff now, so I guess we're working together. Yeah, you're also you're also prophesized. <laughs> yeah, your friends on Facebook. <laughs> See, that's now now that's obviously why you were put on this details because ah uh, damn your your cousin's the prophesized one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, the spooky. Um, let's hear your history. Okay, so um, the the one that that made me think would be cool for um, Asterion is. Uh, you used your powers on them one time. Decide if it was for selfish reasons or not, and tell them if they oh. found out about it. And I am going to say that it was not for selfish reasons, but they, they definitely found out about it because, um, like, the first time that you met, she thought that you were a threat Fair. to her and to, um, to Basil. So she, like, just tried to, like, magic you. (laughs) (laughs) 
like that. Possibly, like, the poor impulse control figured in there. Yeah, that's good. Okay, and so... Okay, so that's one That's one side of the way. Um, <laughs> for... Let's see. I see one that could help. There's two different ones related to, like, power control. Yeah, and... and um, like, Zeke is, like, the one, like, other mystic here. So yeah, that that's relevant. that's what I was gonna do. I'm like trying to decide between them. They it's either they taught you to control your powers to the extent that you can control them at all, or you hope that they can help you control their powers. And I think I'm gonna go with the the second one. You hope that they can <laughs> control your powers. It's kind of a question mark at this point in time. Um, and so for Basil. Zeke is mostly trained to hit things in the head. He's very uncomfortable. <laughs> what if we are actually secretly rolling? <laughs> that that would be fun. Yeah, like distantly. We do have two families here. We could make it one family. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, there's that, or um. They saw you use your powers for selfish or vindictive reasons. Hmm. Let's go with that one. And so I ask you who the victim was, and then I tell you what I did. Hmm. Who was the victim? I don't want to go easy, and I don't want to say Terry. <laughs> um. I'm going to say um, that I saw you uh, use your powers on um, one of your teachers. Oh. Mm. Like, just before you dropped out, I saw you use your power on one of your teachers. Mm. So what did I do? Let's see. Maybe, like, it was at- because this was just before she dropped out. This is probably- she dropped out because she just, like, couldn't deal. She couldn't, like, handle anything. And so she tried to, like, jinx things so that, um... Hmm. See, like, I think that works, but I'm trying to think of a good way that it could actually, like, help her out academically. Well, um, maybe it was, like, less practical and more just, like, giving in to your impulses yeah there's that too maybe like um the target loses something oh that they, like they lose the the test okay so yeah she she tried to cheat with her powers because she was like completely like desperate and basil knows about it okay and I believe that is all our various webs interwoven. Um, so we've got this sort of like traveling misfit band of um, assorted badasses, I guess, <laughs> um, who go around like solving mysteries and hunting monsters. Um, and so uh, next time you join us, we're going to be... Uh, diving into uh one of those mysteries very exciting yes um because while you've been uh scanning headlines and all that you've probably got some like you know google alerts set up um you ran across this 
Missing teen blamed on alien abduction. Yes. Oh. Horseshoe, New York. Last night, local high schooler senior Cole Jackson seemingly disappeared from their bedroom. Neighboring classmate Linda Brown reports strange lights and sounds, though authorities remain skeptical. So, you're heading out to uh, upstate New York to investigate an alien abduction. Nice. And I hope you all have fun with it, and I hope you have fun listening. Uh, But until then, stay big, gay, and nerdy. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Dave Camp, Dumpster Hime, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Heather Connolly, Homo Ace, Jack Toops, Charnope, John the Book Hoarder, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier.